amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. And this is true, we love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously, we're only bugging. Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is The Whistleblowers. I'm delighted to say that we have a lovely little thing that you can join and sign up for and have a go at. Sign up and play the football pools and get four games free. And all you got to do is go to bit.ly forward slash football pools to do that very thing. I'll give you some other details a little bit later on because I want to introduce you to my guests now for the evening. And um, as, as, as it would happen, uh, gentlemen, um, and, and everybody listening, it's World Book Day today, as, oh. as we record which is why it's nice to have around me inferior writers as to make myself feel That's why I'm dressed as Harry better. Potter tonight. <laughs> exactly. Oh, is that why you dress as Harry Potter, is it? As opposed to why you always dress as Harry Potter. Uh, it's a very good point. I'm, I'm glad I did, I did say to my two guests this evening, it's World Book Day, so come along as your favourite literary character. So Mr Mark Baxter has arrived as Harry Potter. Good evening. Uh, I suppose you relate to him, don't you? Because you know, you're, you know, that a nice middle-class boy with glasses who, who's also a witch. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what can you say? <laughs> <laughs> I've done myself up there a little bit. Yeah. Yes, you did. Because I, I didn't thought about that part of it. So, so I'm so pleased you went. Well, I obviously, yeah, obviously, I'm well, completely he's a, silent. He's a Bradford fan, isn't he? With that scarf. With the, the That's yeah, a yeah, actually a good yeah. shout. Oh, yeah. Very topical. Yeah, no, no, exactly right. Well, yeah. well pulled. I, although I don't know why Dermot Cavanagh, <laughs> who, who's uh, who is here, in, uh, is, he's in two roles actually. Uh, the, the nice thing about him is he, he's the uh, picture editor at the, at the time. Sports picture. Sports picture of the Sunday Times. Of the Sunday. Close. So none of that. Well, I just said. So just, 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 to, just to confirm, you're the sports picture editor at the Sunday Times. Yeah. Not Monday Damn. or Friday. Yeah. So no free shots of Jordan this evening then, yeah. with yeah. their no bosoms, yeah. whatever they may be. Um, but Dermot's here, oh, oh, and, and, and who have you come as, Dermot? Because we've given you a minute and a half to think well, about uh, it. I'll, I'll come as... Um, oh, God... Uh, I haven't. I can't think. Alan, I've come as Alan Clark because that name was mentioned to me earlier today, but not Alan Clark, the Leeds United footballer. Ah, good shout. Alan Clark, the man who wrote Scum. 
Very nice yeah. indeed. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, 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 well. And, well, and well, as well. everybody uh, who may have seen Twitter early on, and, and the boys can confirm me, I'll come as Dame Barbara Cartland. <laughs> and, and very fetching you are too, sir. Well, uh, uh, not too much. <laughs> what do you think? Goldfish in the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Pink was always like, yeah, pink was the colour for boys in the olden days. So I think I just I just pulled this stuff off. You're pull it off. I pull it off. Now, um, the, the nice reason that, that Dermot's here is because uh, he is he's gone back and found a story which was told beautifully actually on documentary a few years ago. Uh, but it, it, it needed retelling, it needed it needed picking out, and he's gonna do that in a book, and that is all about the footballer Laurie Cunningham. Laurie Cunningham, yeah, yeah. And um, well the the reason I got interested in Laurie was um, he's a sort of forgotten name. There's lots of those people in football, you know, a lot, lot of characters who you, know, you go to foreign countries and disappear and you, you never hear them again. But the thing that really intrigued me about Laurie was that he was a soul boy. He was a North London soul boy from yeah. Finsbury Park. This is in the, in the mid-70s, early to mid-70s. Um, and there's a whole... I think, sort of fascinating history of London that, that all bubbles around that, you know, the clubs, the dancing, the fashion, the whole youth culture, which hasn't really, to my mind, been properly documented. It's been done so you, in so various you, versions. So you're, putting in, you're, you're slapping him in the middle of that for the, for the story. Yeah, That's the yeah, idea, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was a, a, a lot of people know his story, especially with that documentary. He's a fantastically talented footballer. Yes. Arguably the first black footballer to play for England in 1977 and under-21s, uh, went to Real Madrid. So he's got, he's got a fantastic footballing story. But his, his social story, if you <laughs> want to put it like that, is, is equally fascinating. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more, like, more detail. And in fact, if you follow it on Twitter, you'll see, uh, I think, pretty much the photograph that inspired it. It's, it's a thing that we can't do very well on the podcast here. But, Max, as well, you know, you, you've seen a picture... Yeah, this wonderful. may be the wonderful. greatest photograph I've ever seen of a, uh, of a footballer not in football well, kit. Well, it, it's, 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 it's not a footballer. It's a guy on the street with an amazing suit on him. I mean, <laughs> the fact that you play for uh, Real Madrid at the end of it... and he's, Well, the he's, fact he's stood on the centre spot of Brisbane Road at Orient when he signed his... Dressed like that. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And, and, yeah, I mean, he's one of those names that, as, as Dermot said, he's been... F- Sadly forgotten in some ways and uh, un- certainly undervalued. And when you see that photograph and you see where he ended up and where he played and who he played for, uh, you know, he's screaming out to be, you know, made into obviously a book and a, and, and a documentary, which was really good. But, yeah. you know, it was almost, again, that was hidden away like ITV4 yeah, or something. They're, they're floating a film, we can, we can I, only hope so, for the best. Yeah. It, it, it was a good documentary, but it was, it was, it was a football documentary. There was no real mention of that. Sense the, of his, the whole the clubbing, the fashion, which, culture, I, which I didn't culture. know anything about, yeah, which is, yeah, which is yeah. what the, these, these things were there for. To, so enlighten and, exactly and tell right. you, and, and, and what a wonderful story. Exactly right, exactly right. We'll talk about that a little bit more on the side, but uh, <laughs> more immediately, what we need to talk about is um, is our football managers. Because um, I think, actually, Tim Sherwood did the honours, I believe. I think pretty much that he, he started this whole thing off with um, a manic running up and down the line for the nicking of three points in a, his second game and the, and the only but basically I, I don't know what do you think Max a little bit too previous with the over celebrations he, he, he looks like he's about to explode most <laughs> at any second so uh, when that when they got the pen and uh, obviously scored the pen he, he was unbelievable he, I mean of the pressure or the stress he's putting himself under I don't know it's just the explosion of that goal going in he was down that like a number four dog out the old door, <laughs> at the cat, <laughs> out, out, out of Catford. It was gone. And it was just like, 
Calm down. Come yeah, on. But because I, I understand you still got 12 yeah, games I, I understand to go, it's you know? a very valuable three points and it was a, 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 a very fortuitous touch because the goalkeeper made a right nose of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you could just see thinking he's exploded. I mean, Spurs, he was very, uh, you know, very lively to say the yes. least. But, you know, yeah, fair play. But he was a little bit over the top, I think. See, the gilet, like, as we could call it. Where, where do you, where do you yeah, take him from there? Like you say, he's, he's where, gone yeah, too where, soon. Where he? He? Oh, yeah, he's yeah. gone too is soon. This is Do my, a pommel horse on the dugout worry, or something, yeah. Is, is I think, this is, you're going to get this from, from football. You know, they, they, they're going to they, you know, they've got, they're, they're a bit of a dog and pony show. Or, or some of them think they can be or need to be. So Tim Show has clearly decided that this is a good way to go about generating and rallying the troops, yeah. either the footballers and the crowd as right. well. He's done, it, he's done it before at Spurs, as you say, though. Do you think it's a good tactic, though, Dermot? I don't. Well... It's that dreaded word, passion. Like he's, he's this sort of manufactured. I don't, for one minute, doubt that he was, you know, excited and, and, and totally involved in the game. And he's a football man. But you know, uh, it's almost it's like kissing the badge when you've joined a new, you know, oh, signed for a new club. It, I, I think it's people see through it straight away. I thought we actually <laughs> tried to kiss the badge. At one point, but he was, away. But he was on, the, on the gilet, which is a tough call when it's yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah, any yeah, form yeah. of padded coaching <laughs> as, as well. I, I don't know if you've ever done this before. Maybe but, kissing the sponsors <laughs> logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, got, I've got it with my North Face logo many <laughs> yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah. I got my face around it. But he actually was doing this sort of, sort of weird thing when he's, he's checking his own pulse yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that. That was weird, wasn't it? That did, looked a did bit sinister, didn't it? Yes, sinister. Once was plenty. Once was plenty. He kept going, but I thought, no, no, come on. The last last couple of games of the season, you go, okay. Fair enough, but as you say, yeah. quite a way to go yet. A little bit too soon. But, you know, he's a, he's a passionate guy, to say the least. But we it? need to discuss this in general terms, in broader terms, because, of course, this is, because this is what football, our football fans tend to think, because they will register their managers by this too often, for my liking. Exhibit A, <laughs> down at the den. <laughs> now, Carry on camping, anyone? <laughs> well... Mr. Ian Holloway, now I think that there's a decent football manager there and there's a bloke who gives it a really good go, but of course he's got a lot more tricks in his bag than simply that. What are you seeing down there at the moment? Absolute rubbish. No, I've got to tell you, I mean, the guy, I mean, obviously he's another passionate guy and he's running around like an absolute jack in a box and going mental, but the player's not, res- not responding to so it. So that trick's and not the, working. And then, I remember being on here, I don't know, six months ago and I used the word charlatan. I don't know if anyone remembers <laughs> that. <laughs> you did, yeah. and, and, no, and, no, and a that, man behind you shouted yeah. Charlotte I, 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 let me just I, I just need to explain this because you need to hear this term, is that someone behind Mark Baxter at Millwall stood up and said sir you're a charlatan and they were absolutely spot on in absolutely. 1685 he said that it was spot on because none of us we, we was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and say you know give him time give him, he's had a year he's had more than a year he's brought a load of players in we're, he? we're down yeah we're down we're proper down Really poor, very poor. But so, so what? How is he countering it as, in this physical way? Is he using his old school moves? Is it? Is yeah, he's not working. though. he's running no. around. He's over. He's 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 having a free rounder with the, the fourth official every game. He's caught. He's round with you know not round, but he's he's in the crowd. He's up the tunnel. He's stewards. He's making it. He's making a show of himself. My mum would say a poppy show. There you go. A poppy show. Perfect. And he, and it's not working. It's not working because what he's trying. And you know, and the other thing is. Is there an element? Do managers try and pull the wool over our eyes? Is this is this the trick that you think they're working? Because Gus Poyes, obviously, we know he, he, he is, is the, the, the next current one on this one here as well. well, well they, they, theater, they, 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 exactly, they, they, they start 
performing, you know, because they know that everyone's watching the cameras, everyone, you know, yeah. how many thousand people. And well, mate, it must be very difficult not to do it. I mean, I'll, I'll, but. Um, no, but I mean, are they, are they usually strategically? Do you think they're papering over the cracks? Do they think they're being cute and doing smoke and mirrors and, and like, you won't notice that we just lost 4 0 if I, if I just basically throw a tantrum on the side of the pitch? Well, I wouldn't say that. Someone like Ian Holloway, I wouldn't have thought so, but um, it sounds like it, it's deeper at Millwall than. I mean, down there, I mean, whatever, like, what, the, the regulars that come down to season ticket holders have worked it all out. They watch enough poor football over the years they know when something's really poor and he, whatever he does doesn't really matter it doesn't work what you see on the pitch is not good enough and he's not motivating the players he's, he's, his staff are not motivating he's sort of completely so all of his little not, tricks it just, just doesn't standard, work so yeah. no one's buying it no more yeah. so stop doing it but I don't think he can I think that's how he is I think he's generally like that but it, it works it's worked elsewhere it hasn't worked down there they don't seem to be able to pay him off because obviously he's on a four year deal Three years to go. There's a lot of dough to pay. So please do the horrible thing and walk away. He's not going to do. Doesn't like him to do that either. Down with the ship, anyone? Off he goes. And, and, and basically, but, we'll but the, the we'll alternative we'll... is a manager with a notebook who doesn't move. Yeah, which well, it's, 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 it's even worse. We've gone from, <laughs> well, I don't we've know. Gone from Kenny Jacket who never moved like a waxwork. Yeah. So a uh, uh, Jack in a box, and you know. But, he, but here's the thing. This is the point about all of this conversation. I mean, you, you know, you look at you know Bruce and Pye the other day. It, it, it's all the, uh, uh, you know any manager have got their own way of doing things, but they have to sell themselves a bit. It would seem. Now, I think that's ridiculous, personally, because I you know I, I've got no interest. I don't care if my manager's got a, a, a suit on or a tracksuit on, whether he's whether he's running up and down or not. What goes on out there is because clearly I don't, I don't think the two relate at all, Dermot. Hmm. I mean, does it make any sense to you that you have to have these histrionics? No, but it's probably... I don't know, I haven't really thought about it in, in enough detail, but it, the fact that everything is televised now, your reaction is, is straight on YouTube, is straight on TV, so maybe there's sub, subliminally... So you're not They're reaction. thinking, you, you don't care enough, so it's this whole passion yeah. thing again. Are which, you talking about okay. Nigel Pearson, aren't you? Of course. <laughs> 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 How much entire rights of passage that he's gone through this season? I don't remember... Brian Clough particularly being that animated. Towards any come on and give yeah, someone a right hand, yeah. doesn't he? But how much money would you <laughs> how much would you pay the full official to get out of the way of, of uh, It took Bruce? a lot of make Brian Clough put his red wine down and then come <laughs> yeah, out yeah, that yeah, bitch yeah. and slap something. How much money head? would you pay the full official to get out of the way of Bruce and Poy overnight? That would have been way, get in the way, go on. Is he Sutherland? Is he Sutherland? Oh, let him have a go. Set the circle. Set the circle. Get in there. Get in there. The other side, I suppose, is you're putting pressure on the linesman and the referee by by showing your anger and and chasing him down the line or swearing at him as he runs past. I think it is a show. You're trying to influence him. It is a show, but I think, as you said yourself, it's on television so much. Everyone's seen it so much now. You know, they're getting they're getting wired, they're wired up. The cute the cute people watched it enough of it. They know when something's a little bit like iffy. In the day, as you said, it's on the pitch. What goes on the pitch? The rest of it is yeah. Just, it's pantomime. It's you're, pantomime. You're, so Brentford. So yeah. so you've got uh, the leaving manager mob. Yeah. Which of course that is, it is it's a bit swapping of language from him. Uh, you know, body no, language. He's be, I suppose, he, no, he's, he's, he's re- relatively place, he's relatively. Um, Contained. I mean, he, he does what you want. He shouts from the line. He touches like consults with David Weir, his assistant. But he doesn't. He doesn't write them down the line. He doesn't do all this histrionic. I've never seen him shouting at the, the ref, you know, or, or trying to collar the linesman. I, I think he's sort of slightly more considered. Than Steady that. Eddie, then. Yeah. Well, yeah, but um, 
responds to the crowd when they sing his name. He turns around and claps, which is always good. Not all managers do that, no. do they? Yeah. Um, but it's almost well, I mean, it's the opposite. Well, that in the car park at the end uh, yeah, of the yeah. season when he's well, gone. Well, it's the opposite <laughs> to Millwall. <laughs> We're doing brilliantly. They've done him, haven't they? Be- yeah. Best yeah. we've ever done. And, and they're getting rid of him. You know, which is complete opposite to Millwall. We're playing great high tempo. Pressing football, we'll have him. skillful football. We'll have him. He's got some great all day long. All yeah. day long, I'll take him all day long. Great loanies from you know Spurs, Everton. You know, great sort of context. His story, and he's put his together story, a really good story team. coming from the city. Yeah, working for a living, gone into football. Uh, it's a great story. He's actually seen the reality of what everyone else is going through. You mean that book, a... that book is written from suit to tracksuit? <laughs> uh, 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 which I just obviously. On World Book Day. <laughs> That's what I'm writing the Mark Warburton story. Come dressed as Paul Warburton. Also, the, the, dread, the dreaded um, European model was mentioned by the owner. Well, which, um, do we hate think, this? Hang on. Do you hate that then? Well, I don't really know what it is. That's the thing. Well, there yeah, is a sporting that. director, whatever, a oh, director we, of football. In a day, he's you know, Brentford, uh, isn't it? Basically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All that seems <laughs> are all that reasonable <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then they're trying to get in a manager from Rio Vallecano with a fourth club in Madrid or whatever so there's no sort of well how is this taking us up we're the best we've ever been and now we're going to change the model <laughs> of this bloke he's got really good contacts he's making the team play brilliantly to uh, yeah, I, you I, can't choose the players you can't buy I the dump, players we'll I dump him mercilessly what use is he to yeah. us because <laughs> uh, speaking of the managers of their ilk and, and, and this is a kind of extended part of the conversation it's Alan Pardew um, oh. Obviously, feeling the pain, uh, his own pain, I think, more than anybody else's, uh, it said that Pandrasi seems to have a greater effect on the decision process at the FA. We're damned by TV. His implication is, is that, uh, I suppose you have to take this on two levels. Stuff actually does happen on a football pitch, and yeah. it is or isn't right or isn't, isn't wrong. Yeah. And, and Pandrasi's take is, it's the nature of the way it's then picked up and adopted will then then sort of manipulate and mould the way that people think about about whether someone's going to get the you know sort of, sort of retrospective blah 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 etc etc etc. Now has he got a point so, anymore so, in this world? So, <laughs> so be fair, I mean, not in Newcastle. <laughs> the saturation point we reached with the punditry. I mean, we watch anything. I mean, I watched the other week. I've got to say, I watched the. Spurs the home league against who was it? We were playing the cup. Fiorentina in the cup was it? Where it was, and it was like Owen Hargreaves was slaughtering that team, the, the, the Italian team for the entire game. Yeah. They're rubbish at the back. They're terrible. Of course, they went through. Yes. <laughs> yeah. they went, but apart from that, you. But mean. he was. And I was listening to. Him, he must have repeated it about thirty times how bad they were at the back. And I mean, Spurs were one up at the time. And then, of course, the second league, they go, they go out. And I, went, and I thought, well, what, what, what valid point did you have in that? You did, you're just making a point about a team. But really, but I'm watching it. I'm a football fan, so I watch it. And I make my own mind up. And I thought, they ain't that bad. But, this, but this, I, this is why I don't mind it. And it does. And I know it gets a lot of abuse. I mean, you know, this is the territory I work in when I write a column for the, the Mail Online and all that stuff. Is that um, everyone hates the fact that someone has got an opinion. And most of the someones, of course, are ex-professional footballers. But, of course, all it is is an opinion. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And, and this is broadcasting. So someone's bloody better say something, you yeah, know. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, you can't have dead air. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. That was one of the problems with Roy Keane, wasn't it? He, he was too concise, and then there'd be a sort of... <laughs> a, gale, a gale blowing through yeah. the studio and like any more Roy? no no yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no I think what would happen you'd see those yeah. dark clouds yeah. actually yeah. closing yeah. behind the stadium yeah. and, then, and uh, his uh, eyes would glow red yes you're right and um, 
I mean, I, I don't know, what was Pardew talking about a specific incident? He, he, he was, he's the Jednich uh, at yeah. Elbow. And, 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 and I think what he said was, <laughs> is that it was, it was uh, that his previous had been focused on nah. during yeah. the punditry. See, I think that's just a manager defending a player. Uh, well, of course yeah, it is. Yeah. But uh, he's finding a way of doing it. But yeah. I, I think this is the Deflection, gist. Yeah. 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 But there is an element of this which, which worries me, is that I don't, how the hell did Wes Brown oh. get off of, of, of a card that Roger Reese said he saw him foul him. Then it goes to the tribunal, and the tribunal overturn what is apparently the only thing that's sacrosanct in this entire procedure, which is what the referee says he sees. Wes Brown gets off, and so does John O'Shea, who actually committed the foul in the first place. Uh, now, have I, have I misread this? No, we're just baffled, is the word I would use. Because <laughs> because when you, when you, I was watching Sky Sports when they were actually, I think it was Mercer was reporting on the game at the time. And, he, and he's funny, Mercer. He's he just come out with, well, he's got it completely wrong, and Jeff's standing, but, but so you, you could hear what was going on. You could you think, well, he got complete balls up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when you watched it, you think, oh, yeah, complete balls. And then the FA go, actually... We won't worry about any of that. We'll just leave that as it was. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem. Then you're sitting there thinking, what happened there? Like, so it, the whole thing is, um, you know, there's a million different views on, on one incident now. And, 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 you know, but I'll still go back to, you're a, football, you're a football fan, you make your own mind up. I don't think, I don't really get influenced by Jamie Carragher or Phil, uh, Gary Neville or anybody. And, I mean, what, when I saw the Jednet, I didn't, I didn't know anything about that till today. And I watched that. Come on. I mean, come on. Shut up, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like Jackie Palo going through. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Mick McManus. Mark, if you don't mind. Um, One for the youngsters. Uh, Mark's, Mark's making reference to wrestlers before your time, listeners. Re- wrestlers before your time. Oh, and from England. English wrestlers from before your time. This is, the, this is still a big deal, though, because... Football, it, this is, we're, it's a whole package. Let's not, let's not be stupid enough to admit to assume that football is isolated from, from the television, like it's isolated from the, from, from the press. Like it's the whole thing is a package, which is why it's worth a zillinty zillion mm. pound yeah. nowadays. Pardew still makes the point, but do you think there's still an element of truth in there? Were they, were they still, will they use other people's opinions, or will they better simply look at that thing in the cold light of day? I'm not totally confident they do. No, I think um, anything. Well, anything's possible with the FA, isn't it? And they, yes. they um, oh, yes. oh yes, if there's a vested interest, um, it will probably vest itself, you know. But um, <laughs> is that is that you do that? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Is that the use yeah, of the word yeah, vested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, when you're under the sh- you know, um, below the shirt. So I think Pardew probably has got a point in, in, when you view it like that. But uh, and also. Don't want to come out in defence of referees, but they are the easiest, softest target, aren't they? You know, I know you're saying they're the ultimate you know, yes, authority granted, on the pitch granted. and all that. You miss it, you miss it. The FA don't, I don't think, you know, if I was a ref, I wouldn't feel particularly backed up by the FA. No, yeah. I think this is the problem, yeah, because, yeah. because, because uh, where they're sort of like fudging around all over the place, Mark, what they're also not doing is they're not also just basically making the refs, they're not, they're not, they're not defending the and saying like, look, here's the problem that they've got. I mean, I mean, what they do is, of course, they send some poor sod down to go and, 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 and hold the, full, the board up at Fleetwood. Yeah. You know, they get a week off, don't they? They have a bad game. Well, he goes in the naughty corner, doesn't he? Yeah, Pursuit will be a bad game on the naughty step, and off you go for it. Have a week away, you say a couple of like. Go and think about what you've done, all right? Out of the spotlight. But I mean, again, I don't know, everyone's sort of, you know, 
regularly. You want to see you want to see the ref, referee to come out and not say defend himself, but say explain what he did, what what he saw. I don't. I've never understood why they can't do that. Everyone else has an opinion. Well, Pundit, player, manager. Well, to the point where come on, bring the ref out. To, exactly to the point where that if they dissected it properly, Dermot, they could actually go. You know what? You know you're right. Yeah. Well, now, they're, not now, allowed, but, they're not allowed. There's this infallibility. They're not allowed the to say, I didn't see it. You know, you can't be that honest, can you? As no, but this is, this is the weird <laughs> thing. They, they hide behind the I saw it thing. Yeah. But now, the West Brown thing surely scuppers that Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. So that's all right, but that's all right. I think, I mean, they, they've got to be given their voice. I mean, in the day, like, you know, say the goal line, it's goal, line, goal line technology now. I mean, everything sort of, you know, it's been investigated, a million cameras at every game. And the guy that's basically calling all the shots doesn't have, doesn't come out and say anything. No. He does it in a split second. Mm. You see 15 replays go, he got that completely wrong. But he never he never gets wheeled out. I yeah. mean, obviously, give me give me his voice. Honest mistake, Guff. I mean, I, I saw it like this. That's what happened. But then you, you get slaughtered for three or four days. The FA get involved, and it's like it's a, it's a pantomime. That's a it? very interesting point because because what's they never acknowledge mistakes. What they do is there's, there's, it's, it's, it's by default, by, as I say, someone you know, waving the, you know, the ball down at Fleetwood. If you go to American sports, uh, which is a zillion cameras on everything that ever happens, yeah. mistakes is part, they understand that mistakes yeah. are part of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They correct them as best they can during the course of the game. Absolutely. But, the, but then what they also then do is that they don't then go around punishing people because they say, well, we're just humans, we all make mistakes. But haven't FIFA just knocked back the, the video review oh, thing yeah, as well? Yeah, so, so there's some the there's joy politics. out of that moment. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's, there's all that politics as well, it's isn't there? Sensible, which, uh, it's far become... too sensible yeah. showing it on the camera. So you end up holding a board at Fleetwood, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> FIFA, FIFA won't... It's a no-win, isn't it? It's based beef, beef out. Well, it's a no-winner, isn't it, really? Some no... For the bizarre, I actually quite fancy now, whilst dressed as I am now as Dame Barbara Cartland... <laughs> I'd love to do that. Run the line at Fleetwood. No, well, no, just hold the fourth official dress as Dame Barbara Cartland and to, 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 bring on, to do the subs. You know what? And then now, worry for you. I actually see that in my mind. <laughs> can you I'm not? Worried, worried, I worried. can see it in my mind. I can mind see it. It's too. very clear. Yeah. Too clear. Far too clear. And I can't see anyone having any problem with that either, as well, Max. <laughs> Press that's just me. Uh, don't forget our Whistleblowers iPhone app is completely free and just been updated. You get this podcast first, videos, and all the archives, plus the latest football news from the BBC, Telegraph, and The Guardian. Not the times. Follow the links. Don't care. Oh, arsh. Sunday times. Sunday times. Yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake! Get it right. Come on. Can you imagine the battle? Because this is the weird thing. Most people wouldn't give a a, a monkeys about whether the the times are. But in that building, it's 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 like in it. Man United, Man City. Yes, exactly. It's an off. It's an off. There you go. The weekend is carnage, isn't it? Yeah. Fancy dance and yeah. Yeoman, yeah. Stout yeoman. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Follow the links from the whistleblowers.net or find them in the app store. Um, uh, it, pick the bones out of this one, boys. At least football is safe because they've got some rules in place. That's the important thing, I think. <clears throat> Dave Whelan. Uh, 73? I'm... Yeah. Wigan Athletic. Yes. JJB Sports, was it, or the other one? Yeah, no, yeah, no JJB. Yeah. It's JJB, JJB. Um, uh, clearly um, uh, understands people from around the world and, 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 and has names for them. Um, uh, back end of a problem that he's at the club with a manager that's had problems elsewhere. Has appointed his 20, uh, 23-year-old grandson, David Sharp, 
as the uh, as the heir apparent. Now, when I first read this, he just said grandson, and I, and, uh, and I know on Twitter, I said, like, you know, he's been given wing athlete, and all he wanted was an Xbox. Um, <laughs> but, and I thought it was quite a good joke. Yes. Except... For you, it's, yes. It, oh! <laughs> and thank you, Mark Baxter. Except, of course... We aren't talking about a 22-year-old man who, who went to Oxford but didn't finish his business studies, uh. so perhaps he does want an Xbox. <laughs> so perhaps it was actually a bit closer to the truth. Um, I can't... It's a little bit of a sort of um, <coughs> existentialist point about this year. I always feel like I'm having a go at Wigan supporters when you have a go, when I have a go at Wigan because you know, there's a Premier League team at 12,000 homes. I'm not having a go at the people that went. Yeah. God bless the people that went. I mean, Absolutely. you know, they had a go. They're having a, they're having a go. The people that go. There's no one else goes though. So I'm having a go at the people that either don't exist or don't go. I don't know. I don't. You know, it's a kind of Ricky Schroeder's cat thing. What, what, you know, what's <laughs> well, that? Well, you think they didn't really deserve to be in the Premier League? It's a rugby. It's a rugby town, isn't it? It's basically <laughs> rugby town. I have. I, I feel terrible. You said that, Dermot. You said that. I feel terrible about this. If there was ever a chance to have a rule that had nothing to do with football, I say like twelve thousand. It's in your own ground. Well, well, probably Brighton or Nottingham Forest or Wolves or could, could, could give you 20,000 people. And I know it's not Plus. right. I feel bad about saying it out loud. And, and God bless them for being plucky. But Plucky's... <laughs> plucky. You know, where, you know oh, what Plucky is? is what Plucky thing. does, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I, think, I, I should be so Plucky. <laughs> I think he's plucky, done... I think, I mean, plucky, I, I'm Plucky. Not, I'm not going to defend him because he's a silly old sod, but basically... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done, he's done really well before last... He's had a bit of a meltdown last couple of years, but really, to be fair, to get that, to get that club... Age does that to us, Yeah, bags. exactly. <laughs> I mean, he should know that. He should have got out, <laughs> got out of the way a long time ago. But basically... Obviously, he did really well getting that club anywhere near the, the Prem. It was a go. It's a massive, I mean, it's a, a massive I mean, charge. I mean, a decent manager there, he, and, he, and he defended him, and every year was a relegation struggle. And you say, eight to 10,000 in the crowd, doing nothing against you know the big clubs. And, and they they done us once at Wembley, so I've got a real bad thing for Wigan. <laughs> but, but basically, you know, the last couple of years, he's had a bit of a meltdown. He's, got, he's obviously too old for what he's doing. Kept it in the family. All I'm going to say is, kept it in the family. Give it to the boy, off you go. But, but I don't. Did you see, have you seen, I'm you all seen about what that. the uh, the 23-year-old grandson is? He, he managed a fish and chip restaurant. <laughs> oh, that went bust. <laughs> oh yeah. So he couldn't make a chip shop work in Wigan, which is pretty good. <laughs> oh, no. And also, it's better. It was Wheeler like, spent 1.3 million one, on the chip. He lost. Yeah, no, he lost. Oh, it, it, that must have been the most luxurious fish and chip shop. Lovely. The details It's called Sharpies. It was in that um, trading estate where the football ground is, uh, where they've got a massive JJB, by the way, if you ever need to get some um, three-quarter length he training spent trousers. He spent £1.3 million on the, on the chip shop. £1.3 His granddad gave him £1.3 million, which he lost. So basically, oh, um, he had a fish and chip shop, and uh, he battered everything, including the restaurant. Oh. So, so this is a boy that, that, that didn't finish um, Oxford... Uh, can't make can't, uh, can't uh, run a chip shop. Can't run a, <laughs> can't, literally yeah, can't run a chip. Couldn't shop. run a chip shop on a Saturday <laughs> oh, night. Oh, oh, um, he's been a director at the club. This is wonderful. I, I, this this is on, I, I, this is literally the words. You tell me this is not the most sinister sentence you've ever heard in your life. This is from a Wigan inside. I said he turned up at places. We wouldn't expect to see the chairman himself. Oh, hello. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it just feels really <laughs> straight. It, it just like some opium. Battering the cod. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
Thanks very much for the euphemism. But no, no, he's a bit worried. Well, he's, I didn't, I didn't, but again. I feel, I feel for those seventeen Wigan fans that still exist. <laughs> you know, this is terrible. That is, that is not a good track record, is it? It's be fair. You take over a club and you have got all that behind you. Can't run a chip shop. It's pretty worrying. But again, I, I, mean, I say, I, I think again, it's, it's the classic keeping the family safe pair of heads. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I, I can't. I can't. It's quite old it. school in a way, isn't I'll, it? It's it, that but, sort but, of like, but no, the chairman it, handing it on. There's obviously to, no. There's no yeah. business sense in it at all. Yeah. But here's the problem. You know, that's football for you, really. He's handing nothing to no one. What he's doing is he's putting, he's, 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 he's shoving his, his grandson as a glove puppet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How can, it, how can the FA allow this? I mean, uh, this, is the, the, this is the big question time style question here. And obviously, I don't, I don't mean it to be, you haven't got to come up with the entire answer. But it is ridiculous. How can the FA allow this to happen? Dermot. <laughs> yes, thank you, Dermot. Well, well, I mean, we'll play back. He's, <laughs> presumably, he's going to sell the club, you know, and, and he, like you say, he's a puppet, and the, the club are going to be sold off to whoever wants 12,000 fans. You know, um, do, you, do you think basically that's what he's, he, he's kind of, he's, he puts him in a position... Well, he's to, a businessman, isn't he? I'm, 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 I think he's took himself out of fire. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but the boy couldn't... Out of chippy. The boy couldn't, the boy couldn't sell a fat fire no, in no, a chip shop. No, 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 so no, 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 Dave's going away. Dave's, Uncle Dave, or Granddad Dave's going Grand- away. Here, boy. In the end of the season, see how you get on, and then we'll, hopefully we stay up. I mean, I don't think they will, but they're gone as well, won't they? And then, and then we'll work out... a. An escape plan, I should think. That's probably what I think that's what he's trying to do. That's what it looks like to me. I th- but my thing with Wigan is that, is that once they go, they'll go. Oh, this oh yeah. Is, yeah. The, once, the, once the hull has cracked yeah. on that. Accurate and Stanley. Yeah, they see are, you later. They're, they're gone, aren't they? They're going yeah. to just drop like a stone, aren't they? And, uh, and the, only, the only thing you say is that... Is that God bless them, they don't take 60,000 supporters down with them in that weird way. And, and, and once again, I still say, I well, celebrate we're, we're, every Wigan athletic fan that there problem. is. Well done, lads. You've, you've stuck with... You've stuck with well, God, oh my God. That's torture. But, but you've, you've had the eyes and you had the lows. Um, but should it be allowed? I mean, should, again, you know, we're, talking, we're talking about the FA stepping in and, and, and well, taking control. Yeah, I'm not sure the FA can... It's really their sort of business in a way you know what, what can they do to someone like Dave Whelan who's what, run that club successfully yeah, got into so. a cup final um, had some years in the premiership you know that, that, we're very successful for us you know but yeah. probably not financially as successful but um, I don't know if it's the well, FA he's sort of brief to sort if of he, if he owns a club step into that. a barrel which I guess he does or did yeah, but he's part what? but he's part what? of a league what? I don't know yeah, I know no, I know, what, what, I know. It's, I mean, it's too you just said yourself earlier the FA you've got I mean, what, what, what's happening here who knows what's going well, on well they want to see what Jamie Redknapp says about great, something so it doesn't really matter great fish and chip shop in the FA <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I mean like, but it, I, don't, I, I think I think it really is a, it's like a person to person basis there's no overall story in the FA I don't think we have any other business because we didn't do this um, I can't believe that Johnny Evans is being allowed mm. to be a lesser spitter. Yeah, the, the, I don't understand. Yeah, no, don't don't get it at all. Don't get it. And at all. The, both the as ho- reprehensible as each other. If you're going to do it, and do the, sc- the skulls thing about he was spitting on the ground, he wasn't spitting on no. the player. That's just legal jargon. That's nothing. He spat him. Yeah. Well, there's a blood, there's a blood yeah. line on the floor. Yeah. 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 He was inappropriate moment of spit. He spat, didn't he? And Cesar responded, and I know that I agree with the two wrongs don't make them right. Blah blah blah. But you know that was. 
This, this, if, if one man is held more heavily responsible in that situation than the other, no, that will no, be no. despicable. You, could, you yeah. could do that. No, you yeah. can't do that. You can't no. do that. Can't not do that. Okay, so right, the, the reason that I'm delighted to say the boys are here, because it's very topical, they said, well booked day, and also because uh, they, they know how to put pen to paper. Uh, but in Mr Mark Baxter's case, he's gone, he's gone one step further. One step beyond. And put brain <laughs> to pictures. I, I did that off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, um, Jocks and Nerves magazine is a magazine I write for, and I did the Laurie Cunningham uh, piece that's in there. It's out there now, and this is all about the Laurie Cunningham story that um, the Dermot's in there. And, and you'll, you'll also hear Sid Lowe will talk about the, the Spanish uh, element of the story, and Mr Mark Bright, lovely fella, who, who, who also talks about playing, you know, being alongside him when he turned up very briefly and, <laughs> and never left him alone, <laughs> as yeah, he yeah, also yeah, says yeah. as well. So, so the Laurie Cunningham um, piece is in there as well. But also in their backs... Yes. Another hero from, yes. uh, and we're sitting here in, in, in London's West End and doing this, and uh, and it's, it's it's a face from the West End that you talked about. Yeah, it's up, Tubby Hayes. I mean, he, he, he's a, a well described as the Michael Caine of jazz. The other week was quite nice, but he basically was a stalwart of the British jazz scene from the late mid mid to late fifties, right through the sixties. Sadly, died in seventy three, age thirty eight. Um, very very undervalued uh, now, but at the time, you know. Mainstream television programs on the Saturday night, ITV, BBC. Uh, so he was the face of British jazz, really. And then, uh, sadly, like a lot of these guys, get onto the almost the... Laurie Cunningham style yeah, goes in a, missing. In a yeah. funny way, though, there is a quite a comparison between that sort of the, 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 the absolutely brilliant at what they do, and then just disappear between the cracks. I mean, obviously Laurie and die quite young as well. Which yeah, is, yeah. Thirty-three. And then, and then, Cunningham was thirty-three. Thirty-three. Think, yeah. That's unbelievable. But thirty-eight. Tubby, isn't it? And then uh, he's forgotten. Forgotten for many years. I picked up on it through a couple of compilations in the eighties when I was trying to, I don't know, recreate absolute beginners in my brain, which is you know another story. But started going down Ronnie, see Miles Davis, and, and th- that world was amazing. But Tubby never left me for some reason. I don't know why. Then I got into this mad world of show, and then I started doing books and stuff. And I wanted to make. I wanted to write a book about something, but someone's doing that, so I'm spit it, and, and he'll do a great job of that. So I thought, next thing is film. If only I'd known how tough it was. But oh, <laughs> but, here he goes. But I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not looking for anyone, anyone's sympathy, but believe me, and you ain't kids, just that. say no. But, but no, it, but no it, it's been tough. Step away from the documentary. Yeah, it's been tough, but it's been very educational, and I, and I, I think we'll do a great job when we finally get there, and I'm hoping to have it out this year. Well, we will have it out this year. Uh, ten pound under the under the counter, if nothing else. Very nice. Yeah. So we're at summertime. We we, we look out for the yeah, late, late summer. Yeah, nice. And, and I think uh, are you targeting now something at the back end of the season yeah, as well? Yeah. Well, you? there's also um, but the big there's an exhibition, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, an exhibition in where Laurie grew up was Finsbury Park, um, and there's a good little theatre there that opened a couple of years ago, called the Park Theatre, and they're going to put on a photo exhibition about ah, in September. Wonderful. Between September and November, so there'll be some. Unseen photos there and yeah, a bit of clothing. So, yeah, it should be a good... These guys need celebrating. They do... A pair of them need celebrating. We, 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 they've forgotten so quickly. They've, they've too right. Disregarded too quickly as well. Too right as well. And, of course, if Laurie was around nowadays, he'd be dancing a tubby. That's the... Uh, yeah, thing there's there's no doubt about it. There you go. Gentlemen, thank you much indeed. That was the Whistleblowers. Thank you very much, sir. Sports Social Podcast Network. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 